Ayers Talk Live as we are discussing the breaking, breaking news. This just in this morning, uh, I believe this came from Gina Han of uh, the Philly Fact, fired by the Philadelphia Flyers, affected immediately this morning. And in return, well, in return, the news is that Danny Briere will fill in as the interim GM for the time being. This is obviously something that we have all been waiting for. It was there was a lot of skepticism because we're wondering why was it that Chuck Fletcher was still in fact being um, in charge of the day to day operations simply because of the fact that he was just terrible. He was terrible at what he was doing. Uh, but it happens here today. He's no longer here, and the state of this organization still is in limbo and still is in flux. We do know Danny Barrere is in charge for right now. And I do understand that a lot of Flyers fans are happy about that because it's, you know, someone with a fresh mind. And, you know, Danny Breer is Danny Breer. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a fan favorite and he's young. And there is a thought that he might bring some new uh, new ideas. For me personally, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying that I don't want Danny Breer. And I say this with all due respect. I do want someone else here involved with trying to build up this team again. I do understand that uh, Danny Breer has gone through the bumps and the bruises. He's been through the organization. He's learned from a lot of people. Lastly, with Chuck Fletcher, is probably not the, the mentor that you want to give to Danny Breer. But I also do believe that you want Danny Breer to handle the scouting, handle, handle the player development. You also want to bring in someone who's going to handle the books, handle a lot of the day-to-day -day operations, the business side of the, the the shenanigans and build the core and the foundation of this hockey team. John Tortorella is obviously doing a good job of bare of stripping it down bare bones and trying to build it up. Right? We're trying we're we're in development process, we're in evaluation process. We're trying to see what we have, what we can move forward for with in the for the future. And so, I think that someone else needs to come in here and help Danny Breer. But, you know, Chuck Fletcher it's just going to be one of those uh, GM tenures in Philadelphia that, you know, you kind of, what, Billy King, uh, compare it to like Billy King, uh, compare it to, to Nick Sikavich down with the Philadelphia Union, you know. But um, when it comes to Chuck, we have to understand the beginning of it. He was brought in here as the first GM who wasn't, had nothing to do with the Flyers organization. They decided to bring in someone who's got experience in National Hockey League and that's pretty much what why they brought in Chuck Fletcher. And obviously Chuck had Minnesota consistent for a decade uh, while he was the GM. Obviously they didn't win much many playoff games, but yeah, I mean, making the playoffs, I guess, for the Comcast ownership group, that was good enough. And that's why they brought him in here. So you bring him in here in 2018, or was it like the end of 2018? And obviously they fired that Dave Haxel was like 17 games into him being the GM. Uh, Ryan Gordon finishes that year. The following year, he brings in Alain Vigneault. And that was the high point of Ch the Chuck Fletcher era. And it leaves us a lot of the time wondering what if, what could have exactly happened um, if things would have panned out, if things didn't happen, if things would have happened differently, and more importantly, if COVID didn't happen. Because the Flyers heading into that tenure, or heading into that run, were 41-27-7, or in that season. So that season with COVID involved, they were 41-21-7. They were one win away from the Conf Eastern Conference Finals. And to the point now where we're discussing, Alain Vigneault fired uh, a year later after that playoff run. 
Um, Chuck Fletcher fired here today. And a bunch of players that were on that team, future is so uncertain right now. And it's just crazy how we've gotten to that place. Now, the big reason why we got to that place, Chuck Fletcher mismanaging this roster. You know, in his first full offseason, he, he trades for Kevin Hayes, signs him to a long-term deal. And at the time, it looked good. But now when you look at it in 2023, I mean, now we're looking at parting ways with him, right? Uh, the rest was just a lane and trade. That was a bad one. You, you know, you, you took away your draft pick in 21. Risto has had a bounce back year, but you're going to sit here and tell me he was worth the package that he was? Obviously, the Ryan Ellis move was terrible. And that's one of the moves that has set back this organization deeply. When you were trying to bank on the fact that he was going to be the future with, with Ivan Provorov. That's what's going to take us to the Stanley Cup. And he probably will never, ever suit up again for the Flyers. All we have is five years of that beard. Um, Tony D'Angelo. What was the point of that? Two years, five, uh, $10 million as well to add on top of that? So the trades are bad. The contracts are even worse. Giving big contracts to Travis Sanheim, big contracts to Rasmus Ristolainen. Players just can't stay healthy. And then the worst part about it is you still stick with the same plan. John Couturier, Ryan Ellis. You know, those guys can't, can't stay healthy. So we're just going to keep running it back? Come on. The best ability is availability. That's something that Chuck never understood. Just because Sean Couturier, when he's fully healthy, is one of the best two-way centers in the league, that doesn't help if he can't stay healthy. Ryan Ellis, Ivan Provorov, in theory, would have worked great, but he can't stay healthy. And to Ivan Provorov, player development has been a problem. This guy's slowly declined as these years gone on. And obviously controversial. He started up the pot this year <coughs> during Pride Night. And so, you know, it, 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 we're, we're at we're at because of just a multitude of just mismanagement. You know, we all talk about the Johnny Goudreau miss, but the reason why we were upset by that, well, the reason why I was upset by that wasn't because we didn't get Johnny. It's because we were put in that situation. You can't sign him because you're in cap hell because you mismanaged the books. You mismanaged your eyes and your, or your talent eyes, and that's kind of where we're at right now. 24, 30, and 11 is this hockey team. Chuck Fletcher in what we're saying th four and a half seasons, three and a half seasons. Chuck Fletcher is a total of 141, 144, and 43. Most of the time, general managers do not even get that leeway. And that's kind of where we're at as well. And continuing to that player development, Cam York, Tyson Forrester, and Cutter Guthier were the three draft picks in the Chuck, the three first round draft picks in the Chuck Fletcher era. Cam York obviously had his bumps and bruises, but you know, he's going to be part of this future and he's still growing. Uh, wait to see what I'm still waiting out to see. I'm still having hopes for for Cam York. Obviously, it's not looking so bright right now. Tyson Forrester just got called up because you know Tony D'Angelo's a fucking dumbass, and um, so we're, we're gonna. I, I did not get to watch last night's game, uh, but we're gonna see what we have from Tyson Forrester. Obviously, the uh, the thought process is win with Lehigh Valley, right? So that's been the big part of. Him. Obviously, Cutter Guthrie is doing a really good job with Boston College, but we are or Boston University. So we're gonna have to wait and see until he gets here. But at the end of the day, Chuck Fletcher, I think that the game has passed him. And I also think that Chuck Fletcher is just not, how do I put this? He's not aggressive. I, I think that he's, he's, he's easily walked over. I think at the end of it, 
I think everyone just kind of found him to be a joke. The JVR trade trade deadline situation, I think that was really the last straw for this organization. Because at the end of the day, you know, John Tortorella can defend them. The media can defend him. But you're talking about the one piece that has value. And you're willing to put up money to, to allow him to go somewhere else. And you can't even get a fifth-round pick. I, I find that very hard to believe. Very, very hard to believe. And if that's the case, you should have taken it. And clearly, that was the last straw. Because a week later, we're talking about his firing. I think it is, it is extremely, extremely telling. So the problem right now here, as we're moving forward, you know, we got to move on from Chuck Fletcher. Now we can finally say that. Now, obviously, listen, that is a plus. That is a plus. That is a step. It took a little bit too long, but the fact is it's been done. But Flyers fans can't think easily, can't be, can't be eased at mind because of the fact that this organization stuck with Chuck Fletcher so long. So now we don't even trust the organization. Because if you're willing to trust Chuck Fletcher for this long, Chuck Fletcher has no business being even the general manager this year, then how are we going to trust you to put together an organization that can win? We hear you. You said that you want to win a championship. That is your goal. But you're making everything more complicated for yourself. As we move forward, you need to find someone who understands how the NHL works in 2023 and beyond. Not someone who understands how the game worked in 2000s. And I think that that's why Danny Breer is here. I think Danny Breer is a very, very smart person. And I think that he can bring fresh new ideas. But I think overall, this organization needs to bring fresh minds. The game is going to become a little more analytical. The game is more a little bit of everything. You do need some physicality, and obviously the Flyers understood that. But you still need skill. You still need speed. You still need talent. And those are things that the Flyers just are kind of lacking at the moment. So obviously, we're in evaluation period, but it is hard to be positive. I talk about it and I always compare it to the Sixers. The reason why I was able to get down with the process is because there was a plan in place and it was clearly detailed. And I can get down with that because I understood how the NBA worked. And that's the only way we were going to get out of the mediocrity that we were in for a decade. But for the Flyers, I, I just don't feel that same sense of, I guess, gratitude or, or, or gratification because I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't trust what they're doing. You know, they're just going to keep selling me gritty and, and, and alumni nights. Like, that's great, but that's not going to get the fan base going, unfortunately. So um, it is kind of is what it is. We're going to have to move forward. We'll see what comes about it. Uh, apparently, there's going to be more front office cleanup. So we'll wait to see what does happen. But breaking news here, Chuck Fletcher is gone. We had to talk about this real quick. It is a crazy Philly sports day with the Eagles as well. And we're also getting ready for the union and getting ready for Parcero Weekend. So, uh, guys, it's going to do it for today's edition of Flyers Talk Live. Appreciate you guys coming in here for just this quick one. Let me know your thoughts about the Chuck Fletcher firing in the comment section. Make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe for more Philly sports. And until next time, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly. And I'm telling you guys, let's go Philly sports. And thank you for firing him, finally.